What's up, everyone? It is Will Pesaridis here, bringing you guys back another episode of the Sports Romantic Podcast, episode number 20. Today, I'm going to do something a little bit different. Um, since there's not really anything sports-related to talk to right now at the moment, I'm going to be reacting to some sports-related videos from TPS. I'm going to put their link in the description. If you don't know what TPS is, they're a sports-related YouTube channel that just posts sports content. So these are these videos, um, so I'm just going to be reacting to them. we got two videos to react to. we got, they did a video on who is the best player at every position in the NFL right now. I'm going to critique it in my opinion. And they have 10 NFL teams with the largest Super Bowl window. So we're going to react to two of those. I'm going to be pausing and doing that. Um, these are TPS's videos, full credit to them. Go check their channel out. I'm going to put the link in the description, uh, description of this podcast so you can check them out. And these, um... <clears throat> I asked somebody who watches their channel, like, good videos to react to and kind of just give my thoughts on their opinions, and they sent me these two videos. So, yeah, we're going to hop into it. Um, We'll see if I agree or disagree. I hope everyone's doing okay in quarantine, and God, I miss sports. So, let's hop into the first video, which the first video is who's the best player in every position in the NFL right now, 2020. Let's see. I'm, I'm excited. Let's see. Okay, play that. <clears throat> I'm going to be pausing it too. Your business idea needs a website? So go to Wix.com. Um, this is an ad. Let me get this. Okay, here we go. Let's see who they think. Jesus, look at these ads. Oh my God. So this is obviously a little different. Let me know if you like the idea. I mean, there's nothing really else I want to talk about. I don't want to talk about the leagues being suspended for like never. So let's hop into this video. Let's see. Starting on the offensive side of the ball, quarterback Patrick Mahomes for the second year straight. Mahomes takes the top. Yep, off the bat, we saw that coming. Best quarterback position right now is Patrick Mahomes. I agree that Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. Now, there's arguments. Some people still think. Some people say Lamar Jackson. Some people say Drew Brees, Sean Watson. Personally. I would put Deshaun Watson number two. You know, a lot of people say Lamar, but no, I wouldn't put Lamar number two yet. So, let's see. Continue watching, see what they say. Not on our list. Mahomes didn't come close to 5,000 passing yards or 50 touchdowns like he did in the 2018 MVP season, but he did miss two starts due to a knee injury. Mm-hmm. And when he returned, after Lamar Jackson, nobody was more dominant. Mahomes helped the Chiefs close out the regular season with six straight wins. They crushed the Houston Texans in the AFC Divisional Round before getting past the Tennessee Titans in the Conference Championship, thus redeeming themselves from a heartbreaking loss to the New England Patriots a year earlier. In Super Bowl 54 against the San Francisco 49ers, Mahomes had 286 passing yards and two touchdowns, plus a rushing touchdown. Until then, Mahomes is the face of the NFL. Running back. Ezekiel Elliott comes at you fast. Example, just two years ago. Yeah, uh, yikes. I already disagree. I just don't put Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is better, in my opinion. I think McCaffrey is better all-around running back. He can make plays in the field. He can catch the ball. I feel like he had a better season last year, too. Uh, both teams did bad. They didn't. It's not like they really helped. I mean, some. I mean, you could say that, but uh, they were both on losing teams. 
last season. Personally, they have, so they have Elliott as best running back. I would have Elliott two or three, but I would put, I would put uh, Christian McCaffrey easily at number one. So let's see why they have Elliott. Bell and David Johnson belonged in this conversation. Now, all three are lucky to even be number one running backs on their own teams at this stage of their respective careers. Mm. With 2018 rookie sensation Saquon Barkley missing time in 2018, we can't put him here yet. Derrick Henry won the rushing title, but he hasn't been as consistent as Zeke. So the Dallas Cowboys running back... They really aren't around. talking about Elliott McCaffrey at all. Didn't even bring him up. They brought up Elliott. Uh, they brought up Barkley, Henry... We're getting David Johnson. Did I not hear McCaffrey? TPS, what the? I don't think they talked about McCaffrey. Wait, did they? Here we go, hold on. No, I think I missed it, hold on. Third member of the 1000-1000 club in 2019. So for now, Zeke is still the best. I don't know about that. So they did talk about McCaffrey. Mute that. So uh, that's an interesting choice. They did mention him, so... Thank God, but what did they say? Hold up. Skip this stupid Just running back in the NFL. Insert change my mind meme here. Jones through his first four NFL seasons. He already has two rushing titles on his resume. If Henry can get somewhat close to his dream 2019 season, or Barkley can stay healthy, then Elliott may be toppled here. We better not discount Christian McCaffrey, yeah, who became just the third member of the 1000-1000 club in 2019. So for now, Zeke is still the best running know. back in the NFL. Insert change my mind meme here. Wide receiver, Michael Thomas. Okay. Julio Jones and... Wide receiver's interesting. Some people say Mike. Oh, well, these some people say Michael Thomas. Some people say DeAndre Hopkins. Some people say Julio Jones. So those three, I would say, that are debatable. I agree. I think it's Mike Tom, uh, Michael Thomas. But I would put Hopkins at two, not too far behind. So let's see what they think about. Hmm. Okay. So so far, I agree on two, and disagree on one. So far on their list. Like I said, go check out their channel. They actually put some nice sports content. Some people tell me they don't like TBS and they disagree with most of their things. I don't say that, but some people do. But I would still check out their channel for sports content, especially right now. Antonio Brown used to be the top two receivers in the NFL, but the New Orleans Saints superstar placed himself in his own class for the 2019 season. Can't guard Mike set an NFL single season record with 149 yeah. receptions. He also finished with a whopping 1,725 receiving yards, far and away the most in the NFL. Only three players had more TD receptions than Thomas, who finished with nine. Thomas has recorded three straight 100 catch seasons and four straight 1,000 yard campaigns to begin his career. Thomas is the new number one receiver in the NFL. Yeah. Tight end, George Kittle. And okay. Second straight year. Second straight year, the head Kittle. Okay. Yeah, I would probably agree with Kittle. I don't think there's that much. I mean, we have Boston Hooper, Ton uh, Henry. I mean, there's other some. Go there's some good other tight ends, but I'd have to agree with Kittle. I mean, the dude just had a. Yeah, he had. He was known for that monster game he had, not last year, this past season, but the year before. And a lot of people were like, oh, he had one good game. This now he actually did pretty good this year. And uh, I think the 49ers have their franchise tight end. So I also agree with George Kittle being the best tight end in the league. Francisco 49ers' best offensive weapon takes the label as the top tight end in the league. In 2018, Kittle recorded 1,377 receiving yards, the most ever in a single season for a tight end. He followed up the dream season with 85 receptions for 1,050 yards. Yeah, he did well this year. Touchdowns. People are saying he just had a one good game, but that's wrong. With Rob Gronkowski long retired, Travis Kelsey is the only tight end Ooh, who can seriously forgot. challenge yeah. Kittle for his crown. 
Kelsey has the it's most close, actually. Hold up. Forgot Kelsey. about Kelsey. Um, I think Travis Kelsey is probably better than is could be like almost as better as Gronk was. Don't know. That's a plot statement, but Travis Kelsey's pretty good. Uh, he was on the winning team to be fair, but I do think Kittle's a little bit better. But I don't know. We'll see. See what they have to say. Remains the top tight end in the league. Fullback Kyle Uzcheck. They say fullbacks are a dying yeah, breed in the NFL. Try telling true. that to Kittle's teammate. Coming off his fourth straight Pro Bowl uh, selection, I don't really pay attention to fullbacks. I'm gonna skip that because I don't really care. Offensive tackle Ryan Ramchek. No the Saints came away with quite the haul at the 2017 draft. Marshawn Lattimore, Ryan Ramchek, Marcus Williams, and Alvin. Step back in 2019, going seven and nine to the miss the but that didn't take away another. All right, here we go. We got defense. Oh, that's so yeah. Um, the reason why I'm taking away guards is I don't know. No disrespect to the guards in the NFL, but it's like I probably agree with most of their picks on those. But I'm interested to see defense, and if you don't know, there's probably one position that I'm waiting for them to say, and I'm excited for it because I'm probably gonna have to disagree. Skip this ad. Yep, full credit to TPS. This is their video. Hold on. So check them out. Um, defensive end. Hold on. Okay, make sure I didn't skip any other positions. All right. Defensive end. Who do they have? Here. Well, what can we say? Injuries have been catching up so to they JJ put Nick Wong, who's only played a full season once in the past four years. His younger brother, TJ, deserves some consideration as well. Calais Campbell has taken a bit of a step back. You can pick multiple guys yeah. in the 49. I would say Bosa. The thing with Watt is, the dude barely played this year. He's still a monster, but, like, in the playoff game, they're afraid of the wild card. Literally, Deshaun Watson was the reason why the Texans won that game. And they decided to talk about J.J. Watt the whole game. And he wasn't even there for the season. One game, he just made, he came back for the playoffs, and like they talked about him the whole game. Like, oh, my God, ESPN. Lay off. I don't know if they have a crush on Watt or what, but... They need to chill with him. Jeez. Okay, yeah, we get it. He has brothers in the league. Like, big deal. So does Tremaine Edmonds. At the end of it all, we settled on Bosa. It's not entirely based on his 2019 season, but also what we expect in 2020. The 49ers traded the Forrest Buckner to the Colts in the yeah. offseason. This will give Bosa far more mm. opportunity. I After agree. I heavily agree with that. In his rookie year, Bosa can expect He's a, a monster sophomore season. He'll absolutely push for the NFL sacks crown. Bosa yep. was one of the most hyped up defensive prospects ever in 2019. He completely lived up to expectations and nearly got the a 49ers good pick. to a Super Bowl championship. That was a good but pick. fell short. Bosa wasn't the absolute best defensive end in 2019, but he has had all the tools to be number one at the position by the end of 2020. Defensive tackle, Aaron Donald. After Mahomes... The <sighs> That's easy pick, I guess. I mean, not sure how much of a season he had last year because the Rams were irrelevant and not a lot of people paid attention, but, you know, I think he had a pretty good year. Let's see what they say about his stats was the easiest choice for us. So Darnold didn't earn his third straight Defensive Player of the Year award. So he didn't lead the league in sacks again, yeah. going from 20.5 in 2018 to 12.5 in 2019. So he didn't help the LA Rams reach the Super Bowl again. But so what? You know you're pretty amazing when a down year means double-digit sacks and a 9-7 and record for your team. Even though the Rams were a giant disappointment in 2019, Donald did his part in keeping him relevant. He still had 12.5 yeah. sacks and two fourths. Okay, so he had a good season, defense right? that didn't do a I wasn't sure about that. He had a good season or not. 
the game. And it's not really up for debate. Donald should be considered the front runner for both the Sacks Crown and the Defensive Player of the Year award in 2020. One thing is for sure, he will be much better than he was last season. That should be scary for the rest of the NFL. Outside linebacker, Khalil Mack. Like Aaron Donald, Mack Yeah, I mean, these are just easy picks. Khalil Mack's a beast. But, like Aaron, I'm not sure how much of a season Mack had last year. Like I said again, the Bears were another irrelevant team last year. Not everyone on there is like, if they have stars in the team, they don't always get the attention, especially when your team's losing every game. So let's see what how Mac did for stats and see if I actually agree um, with their pick on this. A bit in 2019, but the vast majority of NFL linebackers would love to consider 8.5 sacks, four passes defended, and five forced fumbles a down year for their standards. Mac and the entire Chicago Bears team regressed as a whole, but we're talking about a former defensive player of the year here. Mac is simply mm, way too like skilled and not dominant really to endure another good season picks without double-digit They sacks. keep bringing up Mac the year before and how, how they have less of a year that they're still, like, they keep bringing up the negatives. No, they bring up the positives, but the year before last season. So that's just interesting, okay? That's interesting. That's all I'm going to say. He'll regain his old form in 2020 as the Bears try to lock down a second playoff spot in three no, years. No, they're not doing that. But their quarterback situation. Inside Yikes. Inside linebacker, Bobby Wagner. Bobby Wagner. Luke Keekley held down his title before his unexpected retirement in 2020. It now belongs to Bobby Wagner of the Seattle uh, Seahawks. Okay. Wagner right. was often overlooked during the Legion of Boom days. And when the Seahawks had pass rushing studs, Michael Bennett and Cliff Averill. But Wait now for that cornerback, bro. You already know what they better have. Wagner. I agree with the Wagner pick. I mean, Wagner he's a beast. A standard for inside linebackers. I love gold. Now that... He's a complete game changer in every single last Yeah, he is. Huge factor for Seattle. Um, you know, Keekley's retirement, shocking. But even before last year, I would have had Wagner ahead of Keekley. That's just my opinion. I feel like Wagner's at his best point in his career right now, and Keekley was kind of going downhill. That's just my opinion. So these guys said that they had Keekley last year or something like that. I think they, that's what they said. Well, they said they didn't say that, but they said... Now that Keekley's gone, he's has the title for it. I said, no, actually, honestly, even when Keekley was still there, if Keekley was playing another year, I would still put Wagner ahead of him. So that's just my opinion. Who do they have for cornerback? Why is Richard Sherman on there? Oh, okay. Quarterback better be who I think it is. Yeah. Stephon Gilmore. Oh, God, of course. Gilmore. Okay. So they didn't put Travis White. Going? I'm going to do a stats comparison. And going in to the 2020 season. This is like, I think this is what it says. Best position right now. So technically you're going into the next season. I would put Trey White over Gilmore. Um, before I do my plea, let's see what they have to say. Defensive player of the year awards these days. So I guess Stefan Gilmore is pretty good. 29. Uh, yeah, he won DPOI, but he also tied for the most in it for the interception title. 
marked the final season of the Tom Brady era. And though New England's offense never really got it going, they finished with the NFL's best scoring defense. That all started with Gilmore. The dude completely eliminated the opposing team's top wide receiver, except for Devontae Parker of the Miami Dolphins in 2017. Still, Gilmore dominated the likes of Juju Smith-Schuster, DeAndre Hopkins, Odell Beckham Jr., Marquise Brown, A.J. Brown, and Tyler Boyd. Oh, and he, and he got, the, Cooper and then he got destroyed by John Brown. Tilt with the Dallas Cowboys. Gilmore had one of the best individual oh, quarterbacks but... ever. There's no doubting who the game's best corner is. Oh my god. Season. They're not even going to mention Trey White. Strong safety. Oh my god, dude. Oh my god. Are you kidding me? Not even a debate, they said? At least talk about him. He's not even... So now I see stupid Jamal Adams on the screen. Oh my god, bro. No Trey White even talking about Trey White, TPS. Any comments? I'm just going to do a quick look at the comments. Just to see if any other Bills Mafia is pissed. I, I feel like Trey White's going to be better than Gilmore. I think Gilmore's a little bit better. But if you look at the stats, Trey White technically had a better season. I'm going to bring up that post. I saw it yesterday. Why only one quarterback, cornerback? Yeah, exactly. So they're not even going to mention the other. There's, there's more than just Trey White and Gilmore, too. But those are the two best corners in the league. Wow, okay. Strong safety. Yeah, Jamal Adams, whatever. Jamal Adams. It's too bad that the New York Jets have been so awful. Because Adams is... <sighs> it's a freaking ad. Mom's is even a jet by the end of next Your year. Business, I... God damn, okay. I didn't even mention Trey White. That's disturbing from another level. I mean, wow. I would, you know what? Just because Gilmore won DPOY, I would put him ahead going in for now. But I think White will be have a better season upcoming. Plus, I think the Patriots are going to suck. Wow, okay. Whatever. Whatever. It's fine. Alright, TPS. What do you have to say for the rest is... Yeah, Jamal Adams, we all know. So they're just going to the defensive players. I'm just... What is this? Honorable mentions. Oh, yeah, it's the end. Go follow TPS um, on YouTube. So, yikes. Alright. They're... I obviously like the obvious ones like Pat Mahomes, Michael Thomas, but I knew they're gonna do Gilmore. I knew it. All right, let's watch their next video. Ten NFL teams in the largest Super Bowl window. It's only a little bit of a short video. Um, go check out TPS. I'm not any. I'm not like sponsored with them or something. And uh, I'm just a fan watching the videos. Reaction to the videos. Okay, they talk too much in the intro. More than one Super Bowl as well. It wasn't Super Tannehill regressed a bit in the postseason with the likes of KC and Baltimore. But a few key acquisitions could change that quickly and open their championship window even wider. With all that being said, though, simply having Watson is enough for Houston to reach the top ten on our list. Number nine, the Tennessee Titans. Where the 2019 Titans okay, so that means the Bills are ahead of the Titans, right? I mean, Ryan Tannehill is okay. The Titans. Ten. Yeah, that's probably fair. I mean, I need to see the rest of the list first, and then I'm going to, like, swap it around. But, I mean, 
They gave Tannehill a huge contract. Who God knows what he's gonna do. It'll be a tan- it'll be a Tennessee plus a Tannehill thing to just suck for the rest of the contract, which would be funny. But the Titans, you know, they have a solid team. So a lot of people doubted them in the playoffs. I'm not gonna doubt them anymore. So I'm not gonna comment on that contract. I mean, to be fair, he didn't have that many good targets. Before that game, Tom Brady yeah, because of Derek Henry. Then in the following weekend, the Titans, the Titans took down the legacy right there. That was close. Ravens fans are just taking that after that. The Titans are technically better than the Ravens. Just kidding. But I mean, technically, right? It's that simple. Worry about Tannehill and Derrick Henry over the long run? Don't bother. The Titans will always have a strong rushing game behind that wonderfully constructed O-line, courtesy of underrated GM John Robinson. And the defense is anchored by star safety Kevin Byard and youthful talents such as Harold Landry and Jeffrey Simmons. Uh, yeah, they're going to be they're going to make the playoffs again. They could even win their division. I think the Texans could still win it. We'll get to that because I think they're on this list. So they put the Titans below the Texans. Hold up. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, they went from 10 to 9. I mean, they went from... Did, he... Did I miss 10? Hold up. Shouldn't have the GM role to begin with. He's also made some brutal in-game okay, decisions so. in the playoffs. Okay, so goddamn. As his quarterback in So they put the uh, Texans at ten. I thought they put them ahead of the Titans. If they were, they sh- they could barely even be in the top ten. John Watson's great. Here's why: as long as Bill O'Brien is sitting in that room as the GM, phone calls, everything. Forget it. They're not doing anything because this guy trades Hopkins because he didn't want to pay him for for crap, and then trades for Brandon Cooks, who had the same exact contract as Hopkins. I don't understand how that makes sense. It's either Bill O'Brien is a nut job, or there's something we don't know between the two. There's something we don't know. Maybe Hopkins had bad locker room stuff with the guys. I don't know, but if that was the if it was just for freeing salary, then I don't get why you go over and trade a second rounder for Brandon Cooks. Like, oh my God, Jesus, oh God, I feel like ninety five percent of the NFL fan community could have been could have done a little bit better than Bill O'Brien in the offseason. That's saying a lot. God, let's resume this video. Number eight, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, so the Bills are the bill. If the Bills aren't on this list, I'm out. I'm unsubscribing and blocking DPS. Even if that coming back from a season-ending elbow injury in your age 37 season is easier. No, hold up. Here's the thing with the Steelers. They gotta get. They gotta stop with Roethlisberger. One more year for Roethlisberger, I would say. What I think they should do is sign Winston or Cam Newton. Have them take over or draft a quarterback. I don't know what their pick is. It's probably not that high because they had an okay season. Um, dismissed the playoffs. They had a pretty underrated team. They have a good, they have a strong defense, but, well, they always kind of do. 
I don't know about their offense. I think their offense is sus. Their quarterback situation was terrible when Rossensberger was out. I feel like when Rossensberger retires and if they don't act now and have somebody there, it could be terrible again. So we'll see. Burger, we love Pittsburgh's chance to compete for more Lombardi trophies over the long run. Just look at how this team scraped out and finished. I'll put the Titans ahead of them. Their Pro Bowl quarterback for all but two games. Eight and eight finish in 2019. They would have made the playoffs with the new rule. That was a good trade. That was a really good trade. Yeah, and he's young too. See, I don't understand why the oh, bad. I don't understand why the Dolphins would ever do that. That is just disturbing. God, that was such a bad trade. Imagine their defense now if they kept them. Dolphins, because they got Byron Jones. World class. You name it. TJ Watt is one of the NFL's premier young pass rushers, and he's only going to get better over time. We also see why the Steelers traded up to land athletic linebacker Devin Bush, who emerged as a force in his rookie year. Yeah, they have a good defense. The Steelers also have I would say top six defense. Whether it's Le'Veon Bell, James Conner, or Jalen Samuels running the ball. Well, chill about that. Chill, chill, now. chill. Juju Smith-Schuster can be a number one receiver, and James Watt can be. I don't know, but to be fair, he didn't have a great quarterback last year, but we'll see how he does this year. Simply one of the best coaches in football. Disagree. Bell or Antonio Brown tell you otherwise. Like we said, eight and eight without Roethlisberger is pretty darn impressive. The Steelers might have the best twenty-five and under core in the NFL. There is no weakness on defense, and everything on offense mm. is set up nicely. Okay. Except all right, what? Oh, yikes! Yikes, dude! How much? You, so you're basically saying? So I'm assuming Rossenberg. Let me take a look at his age. Age. That's the first thing that comes out. This caveman, thirty-eight. You're telling me, so he's probably gonna retire when he's like forty, I would assume, because he's. People said he, he was like considering it not too long. You're saying they're gonna win it in the next. There's a chance that the Steelers make the Super Bowl in the next, even next season or the year after. That's crazy. That is crazy. They are not beating the Ravens for the division. Anytime soon. Number seven, the Green Bay Packers. Okay, so the Bills are headed to the Packers. Is just right. a rich man's <laughs> game manager at this stage of his career. The MVP days of throwing 40 plus touchdowns while shattering. Yeah, Rodgers did amazing that last year. He still has it. But here's the thing they couldn't get it done. And nothing's changing my mind that they're not going to be able they're not going to do the same thing and come short next year Tom Brady was basically a game manager during New England's six Super Bowl championship journey and he can still make the plays when his team needs it the most Green Bay has a pair of dynamic offensive playmakers in Pro Bowl wideout yep. Devontae Adams and workhorse running back Aaron Jones mm -hmm. Jones surpassed the 1,000 yard mark in yeah I agree Green Packers Bay's have a good chance full of talent Rodgers still good. He's still good. People say he's washed. That's just not his true statement. I mean, he had 27 touchdowns and four interceptions last season. Couple missing pieces. Yeah, so true. <laughs> They're gonna win the division. They own the division right now. Yeah, I know. Can Rodgers get another ring before he retires? Oh. Cowboys. So the Bills are top five. 
to win big games. One win in four games isn't exactly jaw-dropping. Yes, Ezekiel Elliott is one of the game's few elite game-changing yeah, yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah. Elliott, Jesus. Dak is overrated. I'm saying it right here. Well, that's for another day. The Cowboys Great stats, Dak. He's a good quarterback. I haven't seen him win that many playoff games yet, so we'll see. More of a regular season quarterback. I mean, not last year, but the year before. That's what I'm saying. Like, can, is Dak the guy to be able to help them win games? The Eagles are underrated every year. But yeah, the Cowboys should be winning that division next year. They don't. That's very disappointing. If the Cowboys don't win that division. All right. Bills better be on this list. That's all I'm saying. I'm going to say the Bills are at, like, four, I want to say. If they're not in the top ten. And who else? We got the Ravens, Chiefs. And the Bills have to be on this list. I mean, come on now. Proves to be the right fit. The glory days may return for America's team. Number five, the Buffalo yep, Bills. Bills. All right, so Josh Allen is still mistake prone and may. Whoa, 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 whoa. Bills are at five. They're on the list. I want to see who's ahead of them first. I thought they would maybe be top four, but let's see what they have to say. I'm probably going to be disagreeing. Mistakes in their 2019 wild card loss to the Texans. First, his first big play. That was his first playoff game. The guy only has one full season under Exactly. Hands. Just connect all the dots, and you'll see why the Bills cracked the top five of our list. They keep getting closer and closer and knocking off the Patriots. Yep. Dropping two close games in the 2019 season. A few bounces their way, and the Bills would have won the AFC East. Facts. The Patriots have one of the oldest rosters in the league, and the dynasty looks to be like it's slowly ending. The Bills have superior young talent everywhere. Ed Oliver, Tredavious White, Micah Hyde, yep. and Jordan Phillips round out a top five NFL uh, Allen had some yo. very good games with John Brown at... <sighs> TPS, just saying, Jordan Phillips is not in the Bills anymore. I don't know when this was. This was April 7th, so the playoff, the offseason was over. I think I'm not even gonna talk about Diggs. Hold up. Alone, above average pass catcher. Running back Devin Singletary will see a bigger workload from here on out, and he will make the most of it. Allen will learn to cut back on the mistakes Please, as he progresses. This must be if old. It says it was posted on April seventh, but they might have recorded it a long time ago. We're definitely buying into all the hype. Number four, the New Orleans. Oh Jesus! Okay, so either these guys did not do their studying. I'm just gonna. I don't want to say that. I'm gonna assume this is before the offseason because they didn't bring up Diggs. Their big trade. And they didn't talk about um, how Jordan Phillips signed with the Cardinals. But they replaced him with Mario Addison. So, no one's mentioned that in the comments. And I'm, some, this is kind of, we're getting like a lot of minutes in this episode. So, I'm just who they have number one. I'm going to guess it's the Chiefs. Yeah, so they have the Chiefs at one. Who do they have ahead of the Bills? Saints? Okay. Ravens. And Niners, yeah. Okay, I like that list. No Patriots or Bucks. Good. So, that's the top 10. I hope you guys liked the style of episode reacting to videos. If you like what I'm doing, send me some nice words, uh, like predictions or something to react to on Twitter. I'll put my Twitter below. And go check out the TPS channel. Hope you guys all enjoyed this episode. Thank you.